0: Hello, this is David, and you're listening to In the Background. Hello, everyone. It's been a little while since I uploaded anything, and I felt led to share. This story in Mark chapter 12, verse 13 to 17. And I was, I was actually paying taxes, just, uh, was, would have been last weekend. And as I was sitting there writing things off, finding things to write off, and, uh, it just was kind of funny how we spend so much time trying to figure out how to either save taxes or not pay taxes, you know, and I'm not judging you if you do decide to write everything off, but it just was an interesting time. It it took me, I have my own business, and it took me about seven hours, so it was a long, long time. But anyway, let's get right into the verse here. Mark chapter 12, verse 13 to 17. And they sent him some of the Pharisees to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion. For you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes? To Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? Verse 15. But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius. If you don't know, that's a little coin that they used back then. And let me look at it. And they brought him one. And he said to them, whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And they all marveled at him. As I was doing my taxes, it just kind of was a story that popped up in my head, and it was this one here. And as we look um, at life, as we come into this tax season, I guess, it's a good reminder for me. I really liked what Jesus said here. Render... To Caesar, the things that are Caesar's. And to God, the things that are God. I'm often reminded that we were made in uh, God's image. God created us. And when I think of Jesus telling them to render the things that Caesar's to Caesar, pay your taxes, give to the government, you know, it could even be Um, unlawful you know you could live under you know when you look at the early church in the book of acts the romans were uh, terrible to christians murdering christians and obviously they had to obey the rules uh, of the land and as i'm here in america and we pay taxes um you give what I'm owed, and I owed a good bit, and as much as I didn't want to pay anything I knew, I was like, well, render to the U.S. government what is the U.S. government's. Obviously, I live here, I operate here, I pay money here, this is our currency, is the U.S. dollar, but it's their money. Actually, when it comes down to it, everything that I own is actually God's. How I view my bank account is not for my retirement. It's not for me to go play golf. It's not for me to go do this. Although there are things I use the money for in a pleasure type of way, such as vacations. But really, everything that I own is the Lord's. And when Jesus says here, render the things To God, that are His, we are His, all of us. My life belongs to God. And it's a very profound statement that I feel like Jesus made here. You know, obviously they were trying to trap Him and Jesus was, you know, knew that. But it doesn't make the statement that He said any less true. For the fact that he was just, you know, kind of giving it to the Pharisees. But it's a reminder for us that as we walk through life, you know, um, whether it's in my business, my home, in my marriage, we render our lives to the Lord. Everything that I own, everything that I am, is for his service, is for him. Obviously, like I said, you know, it doesn't mean I don't go on vacation or I don't spend money um, for myself, but it does uh, keep me, it's in the back of my head that, you know what, this is the Lord's, what am I doing with this, what am I doing with my time? You know, when we look at the scriptures, he talks a lot about uh, storing up treasures on earth, and it's very easy to store up tre- treasures on earth as as i look at my life it's very tempting to put in a little putting green in my backyard and do this and do that but it's like you know if it's for the kingdom obviously you you can also abuse that and say that everything you do is for the kingdom but um you know what is what is my life for what do what the things that I do the hobbies I have I actually always hope that they are for the the glory for the Lord and that in my doing so everything that I do honor him and give my life fully to him you know I've been I've been listening and I'm sure if anyone listens to this they've been hearing about this little revival or revival that's going on in Asbury, it's in Kentucky, it's a college. And there's a lot of people judging it and um, calling it, well, we have to be careful, is this being abused, is it fake, is it a charismatic movement? And, you know, those are honest questions, but I feel like so so many people's first... First thing that they do is to judge something. And in my opinion, you know, I don't feel led to like run there and get prayed for to meet the Lord because obviously we can meet the Lord anywhere. You know, you could be in your room in another country alone and meet the Lord. But I do believe there are times where the Lord is moving in a group of people. And it doesn't mean that I need to rush there, but I'm also not condemning if people do wanna go be in the presence of the Lord in that place. But when people are judging, whether it's a revival or not, and you say like, oh, you know, we gotta see the fruit of this. And it's like, you know, if one person gets saved out of like 5,000, 6,000 people go there, if one person meets the Lord that didn't know the Lord before, And dedicates their life to the Lord. You know, that's worth it. That's enough. It's Jesus leaves the 99 to go after the 1. And so often we can judge each other. We can judge churches. We can judge what's happening. But at the end of the day, we really need to put everything before the Lord. And, you know, not not be so quick to judge you know the bible says quick to listen and so slow to speak and that's one thing that i am working on for myself um i struggle with being slow to speak and quick to listen and it's something that i felt on my heart um for this year you know a lot of people have a 2023 um vision or i can't even think of what it's called but um for me i want to be quick to listen and slow to speak and i want to you know every year i wind up rededicating my life to the lord because there's there's so much that happens in life where we can be distracted you know for me it took me doing my taxes and realizing it's like, boy, look how much I spend on this and try to do this and, and hide this money and do that. And, you know, Jesus is like, give to Caesar what is Caesar, and give to the Lord what is the Lord. And you and I are both the Lord's property. And we have relationship with Him. And, you know, every day I find myself, as I get older, I find myself more and more wanting to honor the lord more i want the lord to be more the focus of my entire life and i don't want to just go to church or church hop here and there go to you know and kind of do this pray on a whim i want every day i want to pray to the lord every day i want to worship the lord in in how i feel led to do it that day so that's just a small challenge that i throw out there for you and a small challenge that I also put out there for me is to give the Lord what is the Lord's, and your life and my life both belong to the Lord. Um, He is the reason we breathe, and He is the focal point of our life. You know, so many people say, like, oh, the Lord was lonely, so he created us. The Lord didn't need us, but he wanted to have us have relationship with him. So as we go about our day and our week, I hope that you guys are reminded that we are the Lord's. Your life is the Lord. And just to encourage you in that. You know, you know we don't realize the amount of work the Lord does actually have for us out there in your job, in your school wherever you're at in life you could be a hundred years old the Lord's going to use you if you allow him and you seek him you could be ten years old and the Lord is going to use you so that's just my encouragement So thanks guys for listening share this if you feel led to share um But that's all I have for this episode, so thank you so much for listening.